Hiring is hard. Express Employment Professionals make it easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit ExpressPros.com to let the pros help you. Express Employment Professionals is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the location near you. Is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Are you trying to figure out the perfect outfit and gift for each of the events? Well, then head over to Macy's.com and check off your to-do list at Macy's. They've got the latest spring dresses, shoes, jewelry, clutches, so you can pull together a look for any dress code. Plus, they have incredible cookware, home decor, and bedding that would make the perfect gift. Check out Macy's Wedding Shop to help you get celebration ready at Macy's.com slash wedding shop. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This show is partnering with No CD to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationship stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your parenting or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to NOCD.com to get evidence-based treatment. That's NOCD.com. Wind Down with Janet Kramer and Michael Kaufman, an iHeartRadio podcast. Happy Monday. Yeah. So I learned something new about Mike. And Let's share. We were on, we were in New York last week and Mike leaned over to me <laughs> and he goes, are you guys there, Mark? Eastman? Yes, yes, we're here, of course. Oh, okay. okay, are you ready for this? Yes. So he leans over and he's just like, you know what just drives me crazy? And I was like, what? Dun, 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 dun. What was it? I don't remember. The Southwest. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. It's just when people that are maybe not foreign and live in America and <laughs> get onto a Southwest airplane or are boarding a Southwest airplane and they ask a million questions because they don't understand <laughs> how to board this is the seat and how yourself to sit. situation on Southwest? What's that? Because you don't have an assigned seat. Is that the issue? Yeah. Yeah. And people, it just blows people's minds. I mean, granted, we travel so much. I mean, but it made me think, I'm like, when, when was the first time I took a Southwest flight? Like my first experience. I don't remember. I think I was super young when I took my first one. But how long has Southwest been doing that? That's actually a really good question. I don't know. I'm gonna look that up. How long has Southwest? Mark, you gotta you gotta see how long Southwest. I, I can has take been. care of that. Yeah, but you know a great thing about Southwest, if I may, because I I know Please. some people are a little bit honked off. About I love the whole Southwest. See yourself. Thing. Yeah, they don't charge bag fees. 
Yeah. yeah. Or, like, and, or change fees. And by the way, it's not fees. an ad for Southwest. I understand, <laughs> but I'm, just, I'm baffled by that because at this point, if they did, no one would get mad at them. But they don't, and I love that. Uh, yeah. Let's see. They opened in 1971, but when did they start okay. doing the seat yourself thing? Right, I think e- it's always Easton's been seat it. yourself. Maybe. Really? I don't. I think so. But I. I mean, I, obviously, I don't remember. Remember, but it's funny though because Mike said that if it was an American, he gets angry at. But then he said that he saw these like two Chinese people not knowing where to sit, and he's like, "Aw." Well, just if someone, someone who's foreign who doesn't maybe isn't from America and is new to them. I empathize with that, but someone who I guess, and it's just wrong for me to assume that everybody flies all the time and should understand it. It's not just asking one question. It's just, I experienced these, these group of like three people the other day when we we're flying back from New York that just asked like 10 questions and just couldn't wrap their heads around it. And I just wanted to be like, just get on the plane, sit where you want. It's yeah. I can't imagine what questions two through 10 would be. Cause the first question right. would be, so I can sit wherever I want. Yes. Right. It's just, just, it's just funny what you get because like you can be very um, it's just funny what you get upset about like I think stu- people that are stupid you don't like <laughs> like I think stupidity really bothers you because I know you get a little bit more annoyed with me when I say things that are wrong or I say the wrong grammar and so I think you it's just it's just funny because I think I think it's just stupid people you don't like but then but who does? on the flip side though You'll do some stupid things and never, but it's like, you don't see that, but it's like, you know what I mean? It's just about seeing other people. It's, it's all about my perspective <laughs> and how I view the world. If you don't view it my way, then it's, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm great. just kidding. No, it's just one of those things. What, what bothers you, Mark? Pet peeves of mine. Yeah. Well, or just like not even pet peeves, but just like, yeah, what, what, what kind of just annoys you? People right, in society, not like this. your wife, but people in yeah. society. Yeah. This is what my wife and I disagree on. Okay. Uh, let's say, I, I'm going to give you a specific example, but it's a g- general thing. And it, okay. like You're on the 405 and you're going north and you're approaching the 101. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So the left, the right two lanes are just backed up forever with cars who want to get on Constantly. the 101 freeway. Right. So my wife believes that it is our duty to get in the back <laughs> of that line and wait because who in the world are we <laughs> to jump the line? Right. I How say... I go along that line at full speed until there's an opening. And that's the key. I make sure there's an opening. There's always going to be an opening in front of a truck. Trucks are going to give you an opening in front of them because they're slower to start moving. There's going to be an opening. And by the way, if there is no opening, I'm not going to be that jerk that just sits there in that uh, lined off merge triangle and waits for someone to let me in. I'm going to go on and I'm going to get off of Burbank Boulevard because that's my bad. I took yeah, a gamble okay. and I lost, but I, I know I'm going to get in there. I think only once have I ever had to go to Burbank Boulevard. I always find a way in there. The key is you do not want to hold up the traffic behind you in no. the lane I'm going fast in, and you don't want to cut anybody off when you jump into the line. One thousand percent. I totally agree with you because I would do the same thing on Laurel Canyon where I wouldn't, and sometimes I had to take a ride on Mulholland because I screwed up yeah. and I didn't get in there. But there's always that one car that doesn't start fast that you can just whoop kind of go right in always and I hate the people that don't get in and then just say well I'm going to get in now and they just put on their blinker and sit there until somebody lets them in that's terrible you can't do that no that's super but is that wrong of me because I wouldn't do that in line to get into a concert I would get to the end of the line it's every man for himself on the road but there's a difference I think when you're standing in line at a concert because that's something that we've learned all the way from elementary school you stand in a line 
But you know? in cars, we don't stand in a line. We look for no, any advantage because we can if get. we were to do that, it's like we're passing people because it's. I mean, well, I, I totally get your point. Especially in LA, that. it's there's going to be so many people that do that. So it's frustrating when uh, like 50 cars go past you and get in front of you, and then you're just farther and farther back in the line. And how about this one? And, and this is, I think, this is common <laughs> nationwide, maybe worldwide. Um, what, when it what? says right lane closed ahead. Everyone starts getting in the left lane. It's the left lane is stopped. I maintain that you should stay in that right lane until it stops, and then you merge left, right, left, right, left, right. That's going to be the quickest flow of traffic. People don't know how to merge. <laughs> they seem to not. The people do not know how. That is the one thing nationwide that people cannot do. They can't do it here in Nashville. They definitely can't do it in L.A. They can't merge. It's impossible for people. Speaking of... Alternate. It's not that hard. I know. I mean, that's... Yeah, I well, I mean, I don't like driving on the expressway. I don't merging just uh, like I don't like it. So I, I guess I'm that that percentage that doesn't like to merge. But I thought you'd be annoyed with how I'm your like when when I'm in the passenger. Oh seat. my god! <laughs> there could be a car 300 yards ahead of us, and they put on their brake light. If I don't put my brakes on immediately, Gianna's like cool. cool. And so it's like putting her hands up on the dash or making a movement. And he I'm just like so mm. frustrated with me. I'm like, ah, and I'm like, then, and now I'm I like, know it bothers him. So I'm like, hello, it's me. <laughs> and I'm so like, like, I'll turn what? it into a song. She's like, I don't know if you saw those cars. I'm like, I see them 300 yards ahead of me stopping. Yes, there I do see that. There was one time though that I know for sure you did not know those cars stopped because you sometimes look off in Wonderland. Yeah, because I never get to look out the window because I'm always driving. <laughs> I've offered. Sometimes. <laughs> I've offered. I, now that I have a new car, I love driving. That's true. But no, the, the one time I did offer to drive his truck, I was like, baby, I'll drive. You're always driving. I got into a car accident. Yeah, leaving oh. LAX. She's like, baby, I'll drive home. And we're not even out of LAX and she gets in a car accident. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Yeah, that was the last time I let her drive my truck. But I get some of that, too, from the passenger seat. And I always wonder, does she think that when she's not in the car, I just smash into everything? <laughs> I, that's what I think they think. Yeah. Absolutely. I We're think, just like a pinball. But I think sometimes you just look around so much that I'm like, are you not noticing this very fast stopping? You know why? Because it's my situational awareness. Oh, Jesus. I want to you know, know what's, funny what's actually, going around. I was talking to your mom about this, about situational awareness. And it's funny because she always says that your dad is situational awareness. And like preaches it. And I'm like, oh yeah, Mike does too. But you guys have the worst situational awareness when it comes to everything but you. What do you mean? Oh gosh, I wish I could remember the example. Um, I can't remember it now, but we were just talking about it. And she, and you know, it's just funny because they preach situational awareness and then they don't have the awareness when it comes to certain things. Like do not see something. So it's it's interesting. Because ours, I'm like, oh our my situational gosh, like awareness like is outside of the household. Inside the household, we're in a safe place. No, I think it's. I think it was outside. No, I have to remember not it. a chance. Not a I chance. I swear. Not a chance. <laughs> no way. I know everything that's going on around me. Really? Yes. I have an interesting topic. Oh, I don't even know if actually I can talk about it. Why? If you knew, well, because I don't know who listens to the podcast. Mm. Like if it was someone that listens and I don't want to be offensive. What do you mean? I think you have to go for it now. Now, yeah. Just genericize it. Okay. Let's say... there's someone in the neighborhood that Mm. has a problem child and they were kind of known from the last neighborhood for example like lighting things on fire um vandalizing um i mean to the point of like 
really gross stuff that would you know throwing rocks and then also i mean bullying kids bullying kids inappropriately touching younger children um and then you find out they moved to your neighborhood Mm. what do you think because michael and i've had this conversation now because now we're on more of a high alert Mm -hmm. if that some uncertain person moved into our neighborhood and it's do you do you make your are you nice or I mean I don't know how to because I'm now a little bit scared because of the things that I've heard that are not great or do you petition to kick them out of the neighborhood mm. but can you even you can't do that uh, no you can't do that you can't like we don't have the power to I would never want a kid but I'm just like what What do you like do you talk to the kid that's in high school or oh, high school. Kind of oh, make, I was what? picturing a much younger child. This is a high school. I, this is a teenager. I teenager. believe it's a freshman in high school. Oof. And they've got like, they have a lot of issues. And I empathize and I want to be there. But also I've the things that I've heard is scary. They basically, we were warned, stay away. So it's, do we make ourselves, does he, you know, Mike was like, do I talk to him? And, but I'm like, but I don't want him to get scared and then do something to the house or, or bully you know our kids are young but it's just something to be aware of i think you know i felt you were gonna say something to the mom which i was like i don't think you should say i don't know it's one of those i want to where my heart is i want to kind of treat it as innocent until proven guilty yeah but the cops have already been over there they were already in right he was already in like one of the other houses right i understand that Mark? I don't know. Well, the other element is, is what is this kid missing in his life? Like, if this kid has been labeled as a problem, as a juvenile delinquent, and, and everyone treats him that from way. every single school, kicked out of boarding school. I mean, every single school. He's I'm been just, suspended or expelled. I know this is very peacenik of me, but is it, it, maybe the kid just needs a male mentor. Maybe the kid needs somebody to be nice to him, to you include know, him in something. Maybe he's been thought, ostracized since he was little. Too, Mark. And I thought about that maybe taking the other route instead of saying something to the mother and being like, hey, basically, if anything happens, there's going to be a problem. But See, that scares me. That gave me anxiety. I was like, no, 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 no. Let's just right, be like, but really instead, nice maybe, and drop off cookies. Maybe go to him and just be like, I don't know. I've heard, I've heard do, stuff. I'd love to be there for Do you. something with the kid. Hey, let's go play basketball. Or I don't know. You know what I mean? If everyone treats you like a criminal, you're going to be a criminal. Right. right? But if somebody treats you like a human being, and maybe he hasn't gotten a lot of that because... The first school he got kicked out of, then the next school he's already kind of pre-labeled that way. And then it's becomes mm-hmm. a self-fulfilling prophecy. I know this is all kind of, it's like a Hollywood movie that you spend some time with a kid and he becomes the next uh, senator from your state. But I don't know. I feel like everybody's got that humanity in them. Mm-hmm. I don't think that everyone's just a psychopath. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. And here's the thing. And I met, he seems so nice. But when I, I mean, my text from my friend was stay away. He is bad news. He's the kid that would potentially go into a school and do some bad stuff. Mm-hmm. And that terrifies right. me for, you know, other people, especially the other kids in the neighborhood. But I don't, I don't want to be that person either. I would love to be able to help. But then you also hear the stories when you help. They are also the ones that hurt you too. So my wife, you know, teaches PE. And one of the things she has found is with some of these kids that are real problems in class, Mm-hmm. giving them a responsibility really 
causes them to rise to the occasion. These are kids that don't want to participate. They sit out. They're mean to everybody. They're nasty to the teacher. But one day, a couple of years ago, my wife said to him, hey, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to tell, go to the kindergarten yard. To, uh, you are a fourth grader. You go to the kindergarten yard and bring them out for PE because they don't know where we're going and I'm really busy right now. Can you just meet them out there and guide them? He was like, oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he went and did that. He did a great job. And things were a little better after that. Mm-hmm. I just think we assume certain things about kids and we don't give them a chance. Yeah, I like that. But on the other hand, at what age? At what age do you think, kind of like a dog, right? You know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. What age do you think it is that if if a kid's a problem child, that they can actually change their ways of? Don't they say the brain doesn't stop maturing until somewhere around like 24, 24, Yeah, yeah. I just read that. Not stops maturing, but you know what I mean. I read that recently. Yeah, I think you're right. It's mid-20s when everything kind of locks into place. I think certainly high school, there's plenty of kids to turn their life around. Oh, that's when you're the most impressionable. Yeah. For sure. So I think you should let the kid live with you for a while and just like give him some chores and and mentor him. Live him in our house? (laughs) Sure. Just have him come on in. Sorry. Never going to (laughs) happen. It's not happening. But no, it's just one of those things that you, you know, you want to have a, we have a good heart about, but at the same time, ultimately you have to protect your family and your kids. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's being able to be empathetic and helpful, but also keep our kids away. I think that's where we have to stand with it. Yeah. We can be open, open to it, but Mm -hmm. are not with our kids involved. You know, my problem is, is I, my, I play too much scary movies in my head. You do. I mean, you mm-hmm. definitely go like worst case scenario. I yeah, because our house is kind of like a fishbowl. It we don't have really many shades, so when it's nighttime and he's gone, it's just you know that movie Strangers, where I feel like I'm just gonna look to the to the all the open windows in the house and just see these faces appear. Oh gosh. <laughs> and that's why we have an alarm and guns in the house. And I know, but, but maybe shades. Just, maybe before you get the alarm and the guns, well, just get some shades. I asked for shades, <laughs> but Mike says it's going to ruin the aesthetic of the house. Oh. <laughs> I put my foot down on that one. <laughs> I'm just like, give me some shades. I feel like I'm in a fishbowl. It's great. Natural light. I wonder if there's a way to tint the windows. Yeah, don't they have like those, you can bring the tinting down? It was like a sheet, a, a tinted shade. You just hit a button, it zzz, comes on yeah, down. See that? But even having the reservoir above the windows wouldn't look oh, good, Mark. the reservoir, sure. <laughs> I thought of Mark. that one. <laughs> oy, I think we have some good emails we should dive into. No, we definitely have good emails, I think. Um, but first, let's take a break. So when I talk about Stamps.com, I always wonder who in the world is actually still going to the post office and why. Stamps.com brings the post office right to you. So there's no need to interrupt your workday to fight traffic to get to the post office, especially now with the holidays coming and the post office being extra busy. Anything you can do at the post office, you can do at Stamps.com. No more trips to the post office and it saves you money with discounts that you can't even get at the post office. Stamps.com brings all the services of the U.S. Postal Service right to your computer. So whether you're a small office sending invoices, an online seller shipping out products, or even just sending that simple I love you card to one of your friends. Stamps.com can handle all of that with ease. Simply just use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere. 
Once your mail is ready, just hand it to the mail carrier or drop it in the mailbox. It's that simple. With Stamps.com, you get five cents off every first class stamp and up to 40% off priority mail. Not to mention it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. Over 700,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. And do not spend a minute of your holiday season at the post office this year. Sign up for Stamps.com instead. There's no risk with our promo code JANA. You get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus a free postage and that digital scale for the boxes that you're sending out. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Jana. That's stamps.com, enter Jana. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. It's spring break time and I know I can't wait for the week off from school and the kids' busy schedules. I think actually we're gonna have a chill spring break, but we're gonna be outside lots. And if you're hitting the beach though, retreating lakeside or lounging at the pool, then get everything you need for your vacation at Macy's. Macy's has an incredible selection of bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and even sunscreen. You can find everything you're throwing into your beach bag at Macy's. And if you're trying to dress it up and hit the town on this vacation, then head to Macy's.com to find the cutest summer dresses and the perfect accessories to dress up any look. Plus, you can order online and pick up in-store or curbside or get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. Did you know it's important to take a prenatal multi before you're pregnant? The first 28 days of pregnancy are important in a baby's neural development, so there's really no such thing as too soon to start. And with supplements, less can be more. Many vitamin brands contain excess nutrients that our body doesn't even need. Ritual's Essential for Women is research-stacked and science-backed. So I took Ritual when I was pregnant with Roman, and I loved it so much. It was really easy on my stomach. I loved the aftertaste of the, um, they had a lemon or a mint one, and I just really loved the fact that I knew I was getting exactly everything that I needed for the baby and me. It's a prenatal multivitamin made traceable with vegan, bioavailable, and clinically studied key nutrients for before and during pregnancy, like omega-3 DHA to support baby's brain development and choline and methylated folate to support baby's neural tube development. Capsules feature a delayed release design to help make it gentle on an empty stomach and a citrus essence to make taking your multis actually enjoyable. Why settle for a multivitamin you're not 100% sure about? Ritual was literally built on trust, so you know it's the real deal. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash wine. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women prenatal to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash wine for 20% off. Look, hiring is hard. Well, good news. Express Employment Professionals makes hiring easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit expresspros.com to let the pros help you. Express is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. Every day, Express recruits and screens workers in your area, so when it's time to hire, they have the talent you need, ready to work. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Just go to ExpressPros.com. Each Express Employment Professionals location is locally owned and operated, backed by the support and stability of an international headquarters. And with more than 860 franchise locations, there's sure to be an Express office near you. Listen, you know hiring is stressful, so go to expresspros.com to find the location near you. 
At the beginning of the year, when everyone's thinking about New Year's resolutions, there's always so many competing claims, tips, and tricks about what and how to eat. It can feel noisy and overwhelming. Well, this year, Kind Snacks is inviting you to shut out the noise and leave behind diet and wellness fads that are no longer serving you. Instead, grab a Kind Bar, a nutritious and delicious way to eat more of the real whole recommended foods that we're not eating enough of, like nuts and whole grains. My favorite is dark chocolate nuts and sea salt, and I take it with me anywhere I go. It's my favorite go-to snack. The first ingredient in Every Kind Nut Bar is nutrient-dense whole nuts and they're gluten-free. With Kind Bars, you don't have to choose between nutritious and delicious. Get great flavors everyone will love, including caramel, almond, and sea salt, and peanut butter dark chocolate. Make 2024 the year of Kind with delicious nutrition you can feel good about every day. Shut out the noise, trust your taste buds, and shop Kind Bars at Amazon today. Oh, so oh sorry. It's Halloween week. Oh, yeah. What are we doing? What do you mean, what are we doing? We just tried on our costumes. Like, we just, but I appreciate the the, the surprise factor. Yeah. But we can't tell people what we're doing yet. But again, I'm very much the family themed. So everyone. We're all about the family theme. We're all about the family theme. So we're all a part of a princess fairy tale. We'll say that. Oh, would you cute. like to guess? I would like to guess. Okay. Because one year, right after Brooklyn, when my youngest was born, uh, I my daughter, uh, my oldest was Snow White, Aww. and I was Prince Charming, and my wife was Doc, and the little Ooh. one was the tiny little one who was a baby was Dopey, Aww. and it was the cutest. I'm going to send you that picture today because you will melt. Please. It's beautiful. Please. Yeah, I'm going to send you that. So I'm going to guess. Let me think. You said Princess yeah. Fairy Tale. Is that what you said? Yes. Of course. Are you going to tell me if I get it right or no? Sure. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. Huh. Think about this. <laughs> you get one guess though, since you're doing that. I get game. one guess. You get one guess because. You know, if, if not, you'll keep going. And then if we told you that we're going to tell you, that would right. be fair. Two boys and two girls. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, right. I got it. I got it. Yeah? Here's what I'm saying. Okay. Elsa for Jana, Anna for Jolie. Mike's going to be, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy with the donkey. Sven? Sven. No, Kristoff. 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 Yeah, you're going to be Kristoff. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Olaf. That's the family right there. Well, you know Olaf what? I guess you don't follow us on Instagram because Mike was a seven foot Olaf two years ago. <laughs> Sorry. We were, yeah, we were frozen two years ago. I ordered this Olaf costume. By the way, do you still have it? Because I want you to surprise the kids. No, I wish. Remember we no! left in LA? Because it's giant. Because you have walked into Jolie's classroom. That would have been so good. I mean, I'll reorder it. Anyways, Mark, I found this costume from straight up from China. Got it two years ago. Sent to our house in LA. It was a legit Olaf. Legit. I mean, the head was like three feet high itself, and I'm six foot five, so <laughs> I was literally nine feet tall. Huge round costume, legs, oh. slippers, everything. We go to Toluca Lake to trick or treat, which you know, it's oh, crazy that's the over place there. to go. Oh, okay, they're showing me a picture now. Wow, you yeah. are tall. And the best part about it, Mark, walking through Toluca Lake. I mean, you would have thought I was paid to be there. Everyone wanted a picture with me. Everybody. It was a meet and greet with Olaf. It was a meet and greet. I was a celebrity. That's that great. He was. I mean, everyone was high-fiving him. I mean, it was, it was, that will go down in that history. A, I mean, it's hard to beat that. It is real hard to beat that. But now I'm so, so I'm bummed because Joel would have loved that. I know. Do you still have it? No. It, it it's literally, LA. it's humongous. So we, we yeah. threw it away in LA because we already did it. But. You can't even have shades. How could you have a giant Olaf costume in that house? Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's too big. 
But it's going to be fun, though. I, it'll, oh, it'll be Jace's first Halloween. He's yeah. going to be so cute. He's adorable. <gasps> oh, he's the best right now. He's almost walking. Wow. That's crazy. He's standing up by himself. And he kind of gives that, oh, my gosh, I'm standing up. And then he falls down. Mark, what so. are your girls going to be for Halloween? Um, it's sad. Uh, this year, my oldest is not trick-or-treating for the first oh, time because no. she's 13. 13, I think, is the magic age. Eighth grade is oh. when it kind of all falls apart. Too cool. And, uh, and then my youngest, of course, is going to be a Visco girl. A disco? Visco. V-S-C-O. Oh. We were just discussing this in the room here. What is that? Um, if you have teenagers or younger, you're aware of the Visco girl phenomenon. I guess it hasn't hit you guys yet. No. A vis- Visco, first of all, is some sort of photo editing app. A Visco girl meets the following criteria. Giant sweatshirt, short okay. shorts that you can't tell they're wearing because the sweatshirt is so big. Okay. Birkenstocks or Crocs. They have scrunchies around their wrist. They carry a hydro flask wherever they go. Am I forgetting anything? That's about it. Is Possibly that what a reusable straw. Easton is going to be a Visco girl, I think. I, I live as a Visco girl. It's kind of a lazy costume. There's not a lot to it. And if you didn't know someone was in costume, you might not be able to tell they're a Visco girl. You just look Tanya like is also going to do that this weekend. Oh, wow. Uh, so that's what Brooklyn's going to be. Interesting. Hey, Easton, what's up with the Crocs? Uh, what's what's up with the Crocs? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's Croctober. Um, is that a thing or is that a thing that you made up? It's a thing. It's 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 a thing that Crocs Crocs made it up, um, but I'm celebrating it in a really big way. Do you have Crocs on? <laughs> I don't have Crocs on at the moment because I'm at work and I'm a professional, and Crocs <laughs> are a leisure shoe. <laughs> I was I've been wearing them a lot this month though. Well, I saw you hiking with them, and I was like, mm, I don't know if you should be hiking with Crocs Easton. on. I mean, I love Crocs. Jolie calls them her alligator alligator shoes. <laughs> She but I mean, you really, every time I've watched your stories this week it's, or this month, it's been Croctober. Yeah, I've, uh, you know, I was going to do what, every night of the month, I was going to profile a different pair of Crocs for my collection, but I only have three. <laughs> you so I ran, what? I, I ran out of ideas after uh, day three, but I, you know, I, I took it as a creative challenge and I've just been doing original Croc content every single day of the month. I mean, you're a Croc really influencer. That's huge. And he finally heard from Crocs. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've been messaging really? Crocs. I've been trying to get Crocs. I don't want like money or anything. I just want them to know that I'm a passionate fan. And um, I have some questions for them, actually. I've been trying to get them to interview with me. No no answer, no answer. And then um, finally, uh, uh, Ben Higgins from the Almost Famous Podcast reposted one of my stories, and uh, Crocs came reaching out. <laughs> oh, wow. my goodness. Huge. You're a celebrity. Hey, I'm, I'm just trying to spread the good word. Crocs are a comfortable shoe. Hey, did anyone read the Kanye West story, by the way? Yes. Yes. Yeah, interesting. What are, um, hey, Tori, do you want to give the brief rundown of what the article said? Yeah, so basically it's him kind of saying that he's redirecting his life. Um, there was a lot in the article about him, um, like starting a church, doing a, a faith based Christian album, but his struggle with sex addiction has been something he's been dealing with for a really long time. And so he's been opening up about that and basically. I don't know. I just I think it's a really interesting article to hear that Kanye West, and I guess that he's kind of opened up about it prior. I was looking at some other articles, but it was never to this extent of him being like, "Here's where I'm at, and here's where I struggle with." Um, and yeah, so that's basically kind of a little. And you read it too, it. right, Mike? Yeah. I, the thing is, it's Kanye West, so I feel like anything he says kind of has to be taken with a grain of salt. Why? Be- 
he, because he just he says outlandish thing and outlandish things, and he just has. Is he still running for president? Didn't he say he was running twenty right. twenty? Exactly my point. Okay. So the fact that that even came out of his mouth, it's hard to take everything he says and. You know, if he claims that he suffers from sex addiction, then, you know, that may but be that's true. But such that's such a big thing to just come out and say, right? I mean, that would right. be kind of... It's kind of like when uh, Dax Shepard said something about that, and he said, I used to suffer from sex addiction. He said that? Yeah. Well, if you're a sex addict, you... Right. I know. Oh. But, and he's even... I'm pretty sure he's in a 12-step program for drugs or something like that, but... So, it's... I don't know. It's just one of those things that... As someone who's open and out about it, it's frustrating at times because I feel like in situations like this, it's just it just feels thrown around. Mm. And it's Where it like, almost if they're not making it because when you say like I use when Dak says like I used to be a sex addict, that's almost devaluing what the addiction is from someone who has a big um, platform to to be able to talk about addiction. So saying like I used to that means that you can just get over sex addiction, which that's not true. When you're an addict, you're always an addict, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe his, not to make this about Dax, but maybe his thing was more of something else, alcohol or drugs or something that was, and maybe the sex aspect was just a product of that. So I can understand maybe someone focusing more on another addiction if they if they uh, qualify for multiple addictions. Okay. So I can understand that. Okay. Maybe that's what he was saying. Okay. Um, but for like Kanye West, it's, it, you know, it's just like, ah, oh, yeah, I you know, suffer from sex addiction too. And then what he's talking about with just a Playboy magazine out and, and everything, he doesn't really talk anymore about, it's just, I don't know. Again, it's Kanye. It's kind of confusing. I'm just afraid of someone just saying it, just to say it, but not understanding or not living in recovery or just saying that was a part of their life at some point. Because it doesn't say anything that he currently still does or he goes to meetings or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I don't know. Do you think people can recover from sex addiction? Like when people say that. So I think Jada Pinkett also, I don't want to misquote her, but I believe she also said too that she had a sex addiction. She had. I don't I don't see how it's a past tense thing. It's a, an addiction just like anything, anything else. People don't say, I was an alcoholic. Right. I mean, I agree with you. I'm right. just, yeah. No, so, I mean, I think that's just a little frustrating because, again, From of someone, of someone who's trying to, you know, uh, educate people out there that it is a real thing when it's thrown around like that, it just feels like it's undermining it for sure. Yeah. And you're right about the doubt. Da- and he might have realized, okay, this is where the actual the stronger addiction is. For sure. And that could have maybe played a part of it with the sex. But mm-hmm. to say... To say that, especially when sex addiction is still not a accepted, not super, accepted, super or socially accepted, accepted addiction. Yeah, it's hard when known or talked about when people just kind of throw it around, especially people in the limelight or whatever. It's it just kind of gives me a bad taste in my mouth because I'm like, you're not helping the cause, you're not helping anything. Because then next thing you know, is it is it going to turn into some fad, okay. right? You know, where yeah. just nowadays people are more o- open or there's more you know, sexual controversy and headlines a lot with Me Too stuff and abuse and all this. And it's, oh, well, sex addiction. And then you can say, and then, uh, yeah, the part saying like, but I'm not anymore. It's like, no, you still, 
an addiction is something that you have to continue to work on because when you start to become weak, I think that's what scares me too. And people are like, but I'm in control of it now. Well, you need to have those steps, right? To be able to continue to not let it overpower you. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's my belief. If someone else believes that there's a cure to addiction, then okay, fine. But there isn't anybody that in any kind of 12 step program out there is going to say that anything else works other than 12 steps. Mm-hmm. No one else, no one in 12 steps thinks that anything And you're works. not more powerful. You're not more powerful than the disease or the no, addiction. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Because you may feel that you're healthy right now in this moment, but come, if you don't practice it and practice the 12 steps, you're going to end up maybe falling back to the addiction. For sure. Yeah. And I mean, some things may seem simpler than others to change about your life. I mean, there's some aspects of, you know, me being in the program that, uh, are easier to handle than they used to be, but that's because I'm being, you know, deeper and deeper into recovery. But it's, uh, as we saw with recent events, it's still, there's still things looming that I have to continue to work through and, you know, get by. So yeah, it just, I don't know. It's just, again, it's Kanye West. Who, he, who knows what he's going to come out and say next week, mm-hmm. you know, that he wants to be the Pope or something. So <laughs> did he ever say anything about the 2020 election that he, Remember how he's made a whole thing about it? I don't yeah. think he has in a while. No, he? he said on E, actually, on the E article, um, that he still has something planned. Like, he's still planning his campaign, is what mm. it said. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, That's I don't know. Uh, Mark, do you have anything to add? Or I mean, Well, I was just going to give you his quote, where he said that when he was five years old, uh, Playboy was a, a gateway mm-hmm. to a full-on pornography addiction. His dad had a Playboy left out at age five, and it's affected almost every choice I've made for the rest of my life. To me, that just sounds like a guy. Because the first time we see right. that image, it affects everything from there on, and that becomes the goal is to see more of that. Well, but and when, I think I to Mike's too, like what Mike was saying, like you know, obviously his started too at a young age with uh, porn addiction, but it became something where over time he just kept feeding that addiction. So that's when it becomes mine didn't, mine didn't, an addict. Mine right? didn't start with porn. Oh no, with sex. The yeah, yeah. But I thought you also like watched it at a young age too. Not, I was actually late in the game when oh. it came to that. It was more about because I was already sexually active. Oh, okay, that's right. But it just, I mean, like you said, Mark, the way he describes it, it sounds like, okay, any male, you see, start to see that, you want to have that, or, mm-hmm. you know, you want to have sex or be sexually active. Okay, well, that's different than being powerless over something and it running your life or ruining right. your life and you're basing your day every day around mm-hmm. sex and it mm-hmm. just controls every aspect of you mentally physically and emotionally or you use it as a you know a crutch in, in handling other emotions or, or issues that you're dealing with so for him just to say yes i'll play ball and it shaped my life well what guy out there isn't gonna say that well at some point yeah i saw you know a pair of, a boobs. Pair of boobs and was like yep i like those you know, it, is quite so. a, it is quite a moment when a guy first sees a pair of boots. <laughs> right. Especially their grandmas. But can I play can I play devil's advocate a little Please. bit? We Please. We love that. So I feel like this guy has a whole family. He has what, four or five kids now? I don't see him coming out and saying, Hey, I'm a sex addict just to make a point and like be Kanye West. I think that's him kind of being like, here's where I was, and now he's like starting a church. He obviously, it sounds like he, he found, he has a relationship with God now that has like really changed his life. Um, and I just feel like, why are we, why are we trying to judge the way 
he's telling his story. Like it may not be on a podcast. It may not be in a sit down interview, but to him, this is him expressing something because he has like kids again. You know, he's not going to just say something to say something. A sex addict or is he says um, on a sex addiction from age till now, having to kick the habit, it just presents itself in the open. Like it's okay. And I stand up for it. And then he backs off and says he was more addicted to inspiration as much as he is into sex. Like, but it could have been por- like he says he's addicted to porn um, and that could have been something that inspired his music and now he wants to change that direction. Yeah. I think maybe Do you know what I mean? How? I don't know. I'll let you because you're Again, a and great point, Tori and I totally understand that. Again, unfortunately because it's Kanye West and because he's had periods of just outlandish comments and everything where it's until there's consistency, it's hard for me personally to believe what he's saying. Or that if, it, if or I think she, what you're saying too is because of the sex addiction not being a very socially accepted addiction yet that it's just like, oh, I was one and maybe I'm not now, which is not the true sex addiction. That's not right. Yeah. Again, it, that's fine if he's, if he's saying he's changing his ways and all that because he is a family man and he's a man of God and all that. I'm not, I'm not questioning that. Just don't, just don't throw something on top of it and obviously it impacts me more personally don't throw something like an addiction on top of it if you're not gonna uh, take it seriously and you're just gonna kind of throw it oh yeah and this shaped my life and uh yeah sex addiction but it was my inspiration like you said my it's like wait what how are you just gonna go right over that every time he talks i say wait what so exactly exactly i don't know i'm kind of I think it was pretty cool for him to open up with it being the Kardashians because I think that's a very interesting dynamic to have your wife be kind of a sex symbol and then have him open up on that. I think it's a very interesting dynamic. Yeah, I'm just more curious to, to understand the what he meant by either he was or he is because I think mm-hmm. that's a, that's the big difference and that's where I would have more of an opinion too because I do know that like you have to be in the program and working it so to maybe hear more on that. But again, it's his how he shares it and... Yeah. Let's try to get him on. Yeah, let's book <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Work on that we'll one. We'll be at the top of the list. <laughs> Tell Sheree Healy we need to hold off for a week. We're going to get Kanye West instead. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a quick break and do some emails. Yeah, let's do it. All right. It's spring break time, and I know I can't wait for the week off from school and the kids' busy schedules. I think actually we're going to have a chill spring break, but we're going to be outside lots. And if you're hitting the beach, though, retreating lakeside or lounging at the pool, then get everything you need for your vacation at Macy's. Macy's has an incredible selection of bathing suits, sandals, beach towels, and even sunscreen. You can find everything you're throwing into your beach bag at Macy's. And if you're trying to dress it up and hit the town on this vacation, then head to Macy's.com to find the cutest summer dresses and the perfect accessories to dress up any look. Plus, you can order online and pick up in-store or curbside or get same-day delivery. Head on over to Macy's.com. Look, hiring is hard. Well, good news. Express Employment Professionals makes hiring easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Visit ExpressPros.com to let the pros help you. Express is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. 
Everyday Express recruits and screens workers in your area. So when it's time to hire, they have the talent you need ready to work. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year. And they can help you too. Just go to expresspros.com. Each Express Employment Professionals location is locally owned and operated, backed by the support and stability of an international headquarters. And with more than 860 franchise locations, there's sure to be an Express office near you. Listen, you know hiring is stressful, so go to expresspros.com to find the location near you. At the beginning of the year, when everyone's thinking about New Year's resolutions, there's always so many competing claims, tips, and tricks about what and how to eat. It can feel noisy and overwhelming. Well, this year, Kind Snacks is inviting you to shut out the noise and leave behind diet and wellness fads that are no longer serving you. Instead, grab a Kind Bar, a nutritious and delicious way to eat more of the real whole recommended foods that we're not eating enough of, like nuts and whole grains. My favorite is dark chocolate nuts and sea salt, and I take it with me anywhere I go. It's my favorite go-to snack. The first ingredient in every Kind Nut Bar is nutrient-dense whole nuts, and they're gluten-free. With Kind Bars, you don't have to choose between nutritious and delicious. Get great flavors everyone will love, including caramel, almond, and sea salt, and peanut butter dark chocolate. Make 2024 the year of Kind with delicious nutrition you can feel good about every day. Shut out the noise, trust your taste buds, and shop Kind Bars at Amazon today. This show is partnering with No CD to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationship stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your parenting or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to NOCD.com to get evidence-based treatment. That's NOCD.com. Mark, we have any emails? Got some good ones this week. This is from V. She's wondering if she's a bad person, and here's why. I'm separated and single, and have been seeing someone on and off since my separation. We've been intimate. I'm starting to grow feelings for him, but he's technically my husband's cousin by marriage. Not a blood relative, but my husband's cousin by marriage. I feel like I'm doing something wrong by seeing him, but at the same time, I like spending time, and the time we do spend together is wonderful. We get along great. I'm smiling the entire time I'm with him. Am I horrible for continuing to see him? The chemistry's there. I don't want to stop, but maybe I should stop now before it gets even more serious, or maybe I just see where things go. Wait, time out. Is she married still, or that's her She's separated. separated. She's not divorced. Uh, are they, so they're separated, but they're getting divorced? She does not say that necessarily. In my opinion, this might be the, the, the not the popular opinion, I think you should wait until you get divorced, especially since it's a family person. But I think you like who you like. And if Once you end divorced, up- divorced, it's okay to date your ex-husband's cousin? I'm not saying it's okay. I'm saying <laughs> I think it's okay to like who you like and your feelings. You know, that's just like, I mean, look at Shania Twain is married to her best friend's husband and they swapped basically mm-hmm. husbands when you're so close mm-hmm. with, and just, I'm sure there's so many times when someone has fallen in love with their brother their their husband's brother because you're so close with them you know them you get them you have this connection but because it is family that could get really bad I don't think she's a bad person I think that's normal to have feelings because you're so close with these people especially with women because they have that emotion they're more emotionally connected to people so I just think that maybe you should hold off until you guys get divorced and then have a conversation, but don't do it in secret, in secrecy, because that'll then drive more of a wedge in the family. That's my unpopular position. 
Who I'm trying to I'm trying to do the the family tree here. A cousin for a cousin by marriage. So let's talk that out. Hmm, that's a good point. Because I would marriage. think the way I would the way it sounds to me is that it would be okay. It's his cousin's husband or something. Right. So right, how? Right, right. But if if unless he's married and having an affair with with her, the one who emailed us, how else would it be his cousin by marriage? Um, it could be his cousin by marriage. See what I mean? It's confusing, and I'm bad at this. There's such a thing as cousin by marriage. (laughs) No, it would be it would be like if if um my cousin Eric, it would be his so cousin through marriage would be Jessica. Right, that's what I'm saying. So like you dating Jessica, but but Jessica is married to Eric. That's how she's a cousin. Maybe they're separated and get a divorce. (laughs) (laughs) But she's not a cousin anymore. See my see my point here? Yeah, yeah. Like we don't know that backstory. Yeah, that's true. Can she give? Can you email us again next week? Yeah, V, please? we might need some more uh, information <laughs> need, on this. But also, like more information. I mean, the heart wants what it wants is a very convenient excuse that it's people use excuse. for really horrible decisions. Right, but yes, and it's it, also the heart is something you should always listen to. But uh, you know, there's so many questions. This you could go so deep with this. Is okay. Is the attraction to the cousin by marriage is that maybe part of what causes separation without the husband knowing you know what i mean like why are mm. they separated it, are they in agreement that why they're separated that they can see other people are they living under the same roof like there's a lot of questions to know uh, how close is your husband with this cousin by marriage because some cousins are like brother and sister and some like i have cousins i wouldn't know if they walk past me on the street oh right. see my first cousins they're they're like my brother and sister same yeah we're very close with our like, first cousins. We both grew up the same way. We're like our first cousins were like our siblings. Yeah. Because we all the street. Yeah. Yeah. So there's just a lot of questions here on what to know. I think ultimately, again, it's it depends on if you handle this situation with integrity, then it it doesn't have to be that bad. So again, if her and the current separated husband are under under agreement of what they can do, what the boundaries are right now while they're separated. If when they do get divorced, she doesn't be sneaky about it and she explains that this is the person that she's seen. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's also a female thing, too. And we always said this in our relationship. If I was ever to cheat, it'd be someone close to us. Right. Because I'm just that emotional I, that I'm, I'm more of an emotional cheater. If that makes sense. I think that mm-hmm. is more of a woman thing. And guys... Or at least maybe. for me, person, maybe, but for me personally, that would make me uncomfortable if it was somebody that we knew. Hmm. Mark. All right. This is from Callan. I'm super close. This actually actually flows nicely from that one. Okay. I'm super close with my parents, my brother, my extended family, cousins, aunts, and uncles. My fiance is from a broken family and only mm-hmm. talks to them a few times a month. I talk with my family multiple times a day. We've been living together for four years. I moved across the country with him and now we're engaged. He's still... He still feels like he's second to my family. I want him to feel like he's my priority. He is. I'm absolutely in love with him, but I don't want to change the relationship with my family to prove it. I don't think she has to. She shouldn't. No. No. Just include him. So if you're having family, this is something that I'll say, you know, if they're having family group messages, just include him in the text message. Include him in the family messages. 
And I think that could help him feel a part of things. I know it Do always makes me feel left more out? a part of things when I'm when you know your mom includes me in the messages, mm-hmm. and probably vice versa. I'm, we don't really do group messages on my side, but you know I think that would help maybe that situation. But I don't think she should ever stop. No, and just to and just I can understand his insecurity because he doesn't have that relationship. So it's probably more an interface. It's uh, for it's foreign to him. So if she just continues to include him, like Janice saying, then also reassure him, hey, you are my family. Mm-hmm. You are a part of this family. Like this is, you know, everybody loves you too, or just something to kind of make him feel better or, or more comfortable around it. But also to have empathy for what he doesn't, he didn't, doesn't and didn't have too. Absolutely. So to be like, you know, that must, because I, I think that's more self-reflection on his part, why he's maybe projecting it is because he oh, didn't yeah, have that. Because he's insecure about it. Yeah, he didn't have it. This was me in a lot of ways. My dad is the way oldest of his siblings and my mom is the way youngest of her siblings. So all of my siblings are way older than me or way younger than me. And so I never was close with any of them growing up. It was just me and my sister and my parents. My wife has this incredible extended family because her dad is one of seven. So there's just nothing but but aunts and uncles and cousins all over the place. And I have found that I love it. I've found that when there's a party in her parents' backyard and all the family's invited, I think it's a really neat thing and something that I've been missing out on my whole life is Mm -hmm. that kind of massive family. And it's really great. So I, I agree with you. I think if you start including him more and making him feel like more part of the family, he'll realize what he has been missing and maybe that's making him uncomfortable just because it's foreign to him. But once he figures out the joys in it, I think he's really going to like it. That's and yeah. And for he should definitely try to embrace it and maybe change his mindset. Because for me, I know just even from dating people, you know, as a young adult or younger person, I always knew I wanted my future wife to have like an awesome family. So I wanted great in-laws. I wanted I love spending time with my significant other. And so like Mary and Jana, I like hit a home run with that because I love her family. I love the things we all do together. We have so much fun and like that I've always wanted that. That's something that's always been important. I valued. So, I mean, that's something he should definitely try to embrace. Like you're saying, Mark, and just like enjoy that. So if my family sucked, you wouldn't have married me. (laughs) No, I'm not saying that. It was just definitely something that was important to me that I wanted to be able to have in-laws not just in-laws but in-law family yeah a fun family that enjoyed things and i mean we have so much fun every time we get together yeah 100 but that's an issue for some people you love them but their family's a nightmare i mean that that comes up quite a bit that's that that would i don't know i wouldn't be i don't know if i'll be able to do that that would suck that would be hard yeah it'd be really hard Mm-hmm. Uh, I have one more really juicy one about oh, juicy. infertility. But before we do that, tell me about Noemi because I'm excited to have them on the podcast. Some are calling it the Amazon Prime of high end jewelry. Oh, well, I would love to tell you about Noemi. So shopping for fine jewelry can be more than a little bit overwhelming. Um, It can be hard to find that gorgeous piece that perfectly complements your style. And it can be even harder to know whether you're getting the best value for the price. So especially considering the fact that most fine jewelry retailers mark up by 500 to 1,000 percent. But um, Noemi believes that luxury jewelry doesn't have to be overpriced. And that's, oh my gosh, I love that. Um, That's why they've cut the middleman to deliver exceptional products without the insane markup. So their designs and manufacturers everything in house and they only sell directly to consumers. So you get the finest quality jewelry and save an average of 50% compared to other luxury brands, which again, it's really nice to be able to know that you're getting great quality at a lower price. Um, 
I love that. And they use um, 18 karat gold, a sustainable option with the ideal balance of strength and purity. The attention to detail is fantastic, just like a luxury jewelry brand without the luxury price tag. Noemi also offers a lifetime warranty and free shipping and returns on every single product, including engravings and custom designs. You can even get a no interest monthly payment plan over four months with no hidden costs or extra charges. If you're looking for the finest quality jewelry from a luxury brand you can trust, look no further. Go to hellonoemi.com slash Jana to see their collections and get $50 off your first purchase with promo code Jana. That's an even better deal on top of spending a fraction of what you'd pay for other luxury brands. Oh, by the way, I want this, the petite diamond band ring. This is so cute in rose gold. Wait, hold on a second. Look at that. Look how cute that Boom, is. Boom, Christmas present. What up? That yeah. looks so good. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, okay, so go to hello, dot com slash Jana. And don't forget to use promo code Jana for $50 off your first purchase. Oh, I'm going to get this right now. This is so cute. Can you wait till I do one more email and then... Oh, yes. for jewelry? Absolutely. <laughs> this is from Christine. My husband and I have been married for almost three years and together almost 11. We've been trying to get pregnant for a year and a half. After the year mark, I'm 31, we went to a fertility specialist. He had a semen analysis and I had an HSG and several other tests. The results came back that I'm good. His overall sperm count is good, but the viable sperm are very low. Mm. We've all, so we've started talking about artificial insemination, but he doesn't want to go that way. Every cycle, we get another negative test, and we're both devastated, and he feels like it's his fault. I do my best not to blame him, but the clock is ticking, Mm -hmm. and he's still not coming around to insemination. I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss. There's nothing in this world that I want more than to be a mom. Mm -hmm. And adding to it, we're getting immense pressure from his mother to have kids. She's very negative to him and nasty to me about it. Well, that's awful that the Mm in-laws are pressuring, especially when it's already such a stressful situation to begin with. Yeah, that's unfair. Um, Mike, I'll let you speak on this because I know that you had a tough time with all of this. I mean, I personally didn't have a tough time. You did with playing like God and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But that's also because my count was fine. So there wasn't an issue there. But I can, I definitely empathize with him because, you know, when it comes to pregnancy and stuff, essentially we have one job, right? And from a scientist, scientific point of view, we have one job. And when we aren't able to do that job, if we aren't able to do that job, I can imagine that feeling really uh, degrading as a man. Being like, man, this is the one thing I have to do to give you a child and I can't do that. Mm-hmm. So if he's able to look at it from a different mindset and just be like, you know what? this is just a different way I can give my wife the gift of chi- of a child, I would do whatever it took, ultimately. Sure, it would weigh on me a little bit, but just changing my mindset and being like, well, this is what I have to do. I want a family with you. You want to be pregnant? You want a child? Let's do this however we have to do it. Granted, we had option to do artificial insemination when we did IVF. Mm-hmm. That was a little different. That's more, is that what they're talking about doing? Or is it just like turkey-based? I think both. So, well, what I didn't like about the IVF thing is when they took one individual sperm and injected in the egg. I liked it where they basically put a syringe full of sperm in the Petri dish with the egg and it's like, let the best man win. Mm -hmm. I didn't like selecting one sperm. That's when I felt like it was playing God. Mm -hmm. Because the sperm that was supposed to go maybe wasn't wasn't that one. But with, if it's just 
still, you can still artificially inseminate by not doing that. So I don't think that's necessarily necessarily an issue with playing God. I think you got to do what you got to do to get pregnant. And if they've tried this much and they felt that devastation, then it's like, hey, this is what I have to do. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, but it, it's hard. I, he's going to feel like a failure. I think that's what he's going through is the For feeling sure. like a failure. And if you do the artificial insemination, you've given up. Like it's like, uh, so like many wave, people wave, are surrendering. So many people have to though. And so hopefully he can get past that to know that it's not just him that deals with this. Well, and and no one's going to know. If you guys have a baby together, you don't have to announce in the birth announcement that she was done via artificial insemination. No one has to know that except you and your wife. Right. I mean, I bet the, I bet the um, statistics are a lot higher now, too, with people that have to do that. Sure. Oh, definitely. It's not like it's 1%. Yeah, it's probably close is. to 50, I would think. And I, I think what he needs to also to, maybe to help his mindset is to realize, well, like for me, I would rather it be me than Jana because mm. the women feel so much pressure, right? Because that's literally like what women maybe think they were put on this earth to do was to bear a child, yeah. right? So I can't imagine the the heightened emotions that a woman may feel if they're not able to be fertile and have kids. So as a man, it's like, I'll, t- I'll take that burden for you. If it was on me, cool. Great, I'll do whatever I have to do to give you a child because I don't. I wouldn't want Janet to feel that. So for him, he should be like, you know what? Better me than you. I got mm-hmm. you, honey. Whatever we have to do, I got you. I'm just glad it's not you. You don't have to deal with this. Let me take this burden and let me give you a child in any way that I can. So if he can change his mindset like that and just to s- still be able to show up for her, I think he would have uh, a much better time mentally and emotionally processing it. I mean, I was super off on the percentage. It's only 2%, but still. I think that's still two percent is artificial insemination. The disease, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention reports about four million births per year in the U.S., meaning one to two percent of all U.S. births are annually are or are via IVF. Really? Wow, that seems very shockingly low, low Which, in my opinion. But yeah, but there's also like 350 million people in this country. So think about the two so. percent of that. And then it takes us back to the other one. If there's 350 million people in this country, maybe you don't have to date your husband's cousin. <laughs> Way to bring it back there. But the love is love. Love is love. Oh, what a good note. I love you guys. Happy Halloween. Be safe out there. This show is partnering with No CD to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationship stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your parenting or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to NOCD.com to get evidence-based treatment. That's NOCD.com. Discover the rich, smooth taste of matcha love made with Japanese green tea and real matcha. There are so many culinary treats to create with this precious powder that go beyond the traditional tea ceremony. Everything from lattes to baked goods to smoothies, experience the vitality of the whole tea leaf. Matcha is vibrant in taste and full of powerful health benefits. Get 25% off all matcha love products on etoin.com using code JANA. That's code J-A-N-A at itoen.com available on amazon and itoen.com infinity presents a new chapter in luxury 
The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 